don't just don't walk down the street eating egg whites ever again, man. It smells like poo in here, dude. Say it for the camera. It smells like poo in here. Don't body shame me. You're body shaming me. <laughs> That's no, what you're doing. I'm bodily function shaming you. <laughs> you have it too, Jamie. Why don't you start farting a little bit? I don't poo or pee. Ever. Wow. Or burp. Wow. Yeah. So the, 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 the principle of uh, remember, that person has to take a shit every day too. Except mm-hmm. Jamie. Except me. Yeah, no, that's fucking gross. He's he's so monotonous. He doesn't even he doesn't even care to d- relieve his body. No, of, I, his, of his of his its bowel ne- bowelly needs. My body actually uses every little ounce of nutrients. <laughs> like I don't have to. I just and you still complain about being tired all the time. I rarely eat. I'm just slowly getting bigger and bigger, no matter what. I wow. last time I ate was a month ago. But if I keep eating, I'll just get huge. You're so. like a camel, except you're just full of shit. Just full of shit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that'd be nasty. Like big old shit humps on your back. Well, it just or yeah, just or you're just constantly full of poop and you're just heavy and you can feel it. And you know that feeling you have before you take a big shit and then afterwards you feel completely relieved that it's like it, it, like you just dropped three pounds. No, you know? I, no, I don't know that feeling. You've Austin. never cleaned house that way. As as we've just established, I've actually never pooped, so I don't know that feeling. Jamie, I need you to be real with me <laughs> because do you know what this is? The Real Neighbors. Wow. Episode, Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 41. Here we are. <laughs> it's very nice. Yes. And it's sunny outside. Yeah. It's Makes starting, me a little uncomfortable. Starting but. a little earlier than usual. It's a little little spicy outside. So, Jamie, what are our topics for today? You say this while I do something quickly behind the scenes. Oh, well, we have... <laughs> what do we have in store for you? We got we got just oodles and oodles of, of fun... Um, Topics. I'm back. Oh. I was quickly donating to a charity. That's yeah. what I was doing. That's very nice. It's a humanitarian thing to do. Yeah. No, I actually that's a thing that a lot of people don't realize is I think this podcast, if if we, we ever started making money, I think um we would donate every last cent to charity. To goodwills. Yeah. 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 So like tell your friends because it really is a good cause. Like uh, anything that stops bad things. Yeah, anything that stops bad stop things. Stop murder charity. Stop murder. Stop racism. The more money they get, the the, the fewer murders that occur. Yeah, the stop murder charity. We're going to start that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do think it's a brilliant idea to just make a charity with a very inflammatory <laughs> title that makes everybody go, wow, I support stopping that. Well, of course. Stop murder. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. We got to make shirts first. Get our cause out there. Stop murder. <laughs> Quit. No more violence. If you don't donate to our charity, that means you don't want to stop murder. And and you know where that money goes? It goes to us to continue to spread the message against murder. Actually, it goes to Chinese slave factories so we can print <laughs> shirts. Don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, it's gonna be a good. Gonna be a good cause. So we're good. Next thing you know, our, you see our charity on on dinner plates being produced in Walmart. Yeah, and that's when you know it's a really good cause. Oh yeah, I can't wait, dude. That always that actually does get a kick out of me. That uh, a, a month or two ago, I I was in Walmart and I saw dinner plates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay, all right, it's not like I don't. It's not like I'm explicitly declaring one way or the other. Yeah. But it was they they had Black Lives Matter dinner plates. Yeah, and it was it said made on China, made in China on the back. Right, and I'm like, oh, this is peak capitalism. Oh, I when, know. Uh, 
Yeah, because it's like... You have this movement that's being manufactured in Chinese slave factories and distributed yeah. Walmart for profit from capital oh, exa- companies. Exactly. Whoever, like, idea to print that, they're just making money off Brilliant. It. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah, because exactly. I wonder how much that even would be donated to Black Lives Matter and stuff. Probably none. Probably not a lot. Probably none. <laughs> yeah, if anything... It, uh, it's not Walmart. Like, Call it the skeptic in me, but I just assume everything bo- ends up boiling down to making money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, I think it's just the harsh reality of the world. What a wonderful world. Is it brandable? Even if it's like some sort of, you know, cause like, yes, yeah, stop murder, stop rape. Mm-hmm. It's important. Wow. Dude, we're saying all the buzzwords that take us. <laughs> Not that we get ads anyway, but if, no. we, if we were, they would be gone. I they mean, would be already rescinded. We are saying stop in front of it all. That's true. But do yeah. you think the uh, the algorithm worries about context? I don't think it does. No. I don't think it does either, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Well... But, oh, well. dude, that gives us power, the fact that we can just talk about these things, because we got nothing to lose. We got nothing to gain. Yeah, uh, that's true. We're Except just, for... We're, we're out there somewhere. But what I do truly hope to lose is murder in the world. Well said, Jamie. Well said. Thank you. You'll be hearing from our charity soon. Yes. Rest assured. Rest assured. <laughs> um, Pre-order t-shirts now. Yeah. Austin, you ever uh, you ever seen a coyote in the city? Oh uh, yeah, I have. Okay, Jamie, near, near where I used to live on Lakeshore, there was coyotes in the the yard right beside my house. Okay, you didn't know that. Well, that's I, how my I, cat Shiloh died. I would kind of hope you'd remember family history. <laughs> I actually didn't know your cat died like that. I've heard of cats being dying by coyotes though. Really? I, I know of a couple. You think it, you think it's occurred before? I know of a couple actually. You've heard of rumors. <laughs> Uh, the guy who lives just like a block from where we Jamie, are right now, his you, cat Jamie, died from a coyote. That's a joke, Jamie. What, yeah. do you think when, when a cat and coyote meet that the cat's going to win? No, no, dude. No, my shock comes from the fact that they're in this, like, suburban, like, it's like a neighborhood with not many trees. I'm like, where where are they staying? Where are they hanging out? Oh, yeah. Where's their fortress? So that's kind of where my shock comes from. I'm aware they're here. I just don't know where they're coming from. They're only getting smarter and smarter, Jamie. They're building tree houses now. Exactly. They live in the Coyote trees. Coyote tree houses. They live in the trees. So you want to hear a little tale, Austin? I'm, I, I, was, I was hoping for a segue. So yeah. yes. Okay. So, so this happened yesterday. Uh, I was basically just kind of walking back from work and I saw, it looked like just a stray dog. This was literally just in my neighborhood, like right here. And I was like, oh, here's another dog, a stray dog. So I, it was kind of approaching me. Because I found a dog in this neighborhood before, and from a distance, I was like, oh, is this the same dog? I was like, it might be. And then I got looking, and I was, I kind of said to myself, I'm like, that is a, that kind of looks like a wolf. And then I was like, but it has like a weird skinny face. And then it came, it started kind of just, it was walking fast towards me, and it came like right up to me. And I was like, I was like, oh, wait a minute, because I was about to like pet it. Because I assumed it was uh, just a stray dog. But I was like, a maybe. cute stray dog? Yeah, but I was like, maybe I shouldn't pet it because it is, it did look kind of wild. It was a skinny, like, skinny dog. So I was about to pet it. I was like, wait, maybe I shouldn't. I was like, oh, yes, it doesn't have a collar either. So uh, I kind of, I saw it. And wow, I, Jamie, you're really putting the pieces together well, here. Well, I said to myself, I said, well, I said to it, I was like, hey, puppy. And it kind of wagged its tail a little bit and turned around me just a little bit. And then I got like a really good look and I was like, wait. And then it just kind of kept walking. And then I kind of got freaked out. I was like, I don't, was that a coyote? So then I, I went in and uh, I was talking to my like family about it. My little sister looked up what a coyote looks like and it was a coyote. 
And uh, so I almost pet a coyote. You almost petted a coyote? Yeah. It, it, like, it just approached me, and I was thought it was a stray dog at first. I was like, hey, puppy. It actually wagged its tail a little bit and kind of came around me. But then I got a closer look. That skinny face, like almost wolf-like face. And I thought it looked like a wolf from a distance. And I was like, okay. Uh, so, yeah. So that was a... Uh, so you petted a coyote. That's I almost did. I almost did. I thought you petted him. It, it brushed said, up against hey, me. puppy. Well, I went to pet it, and I was like, wait, maybe I shouldn't because it's a stray dog. Yeah. So, uh, but then I can realize what it was once I looked at pictures of coyotes because I'm I'm not really familiar with what they look like. So I realized after I was like, that was a dang old coyote. You what, Jamie? Running through my neighborhood. For what it's worth, whether you petted him or not, it's irrelevant because one, if you look around and his squad's not there, yeah, you're you're the alpha. Yeah, he's looking up at you and he's thinking this guy is almost six foot, hundred eighty pounds. Right. This guy could beat the shit out of me because coyotes, you know, they're realistically. As you said, they're not that big. They're feral, but yeah. like 50 pounds kind of yeah, thing, right. right? So worst case scenario, dude, that Cody bites you, you just club it to death. You just pick up the thing and throw it on the ground mm-hmm. and just smash the shit out of it. Or just drop an anvil on its head. I mean, if there's one nearby, uh, I, that seems, my, a, seems get, a little unlikely. Oh, Maybe I, get like a stick or a, cl- a log or Well, something. I always have my traps that say Acme on them. I have them hanging up in the trees and uh, in case a coyote comes after me. Oh, or, yeah, that's convenient. Or I paint like a, a big black um, and make it look like it's a road going through a building and the coyotes just run and, and smack he, right and into them. smacks right into it, yeah. Into them. Yeah, so I could have taken it, yeah. could have just blew them up with a rock. Jamie, I'm really worried that you're so lost in fiction that you're just going to get killed one day. <laughs> 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 you have all these fantasy ways of approaching life and then one day you're you're going to be thinking, oh, let me get the anvil out. And then you're, yeah. you're going to get killed by a mob of coyotes while you're joking around oh, somewhere. And, but did I mention, dude, I am super fast, too. Beep, beep. <laughs> Man, if a bear starts chasing me, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just run away super fast. You know why? Because mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a road runner. Yeah, I'm exactly. Fast. Okay, I'm glad. I was Wait, I was wondering if you, you were I was wondering if you're getting the joke. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. Okay, okay. I was I was just saying that I'm, <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried. You know that you, you you gotta you gotta be assess things realistically, Jamie. I don't want to hear any more childish antics about your anvils and <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. That's all I know You want to know a fact, Jamie? Bears can run like 35 miles an hour. Yeah. How fast do you run, Jamie? Way slower. You need to start thinking about what you're going to do if a bear's coming after you. Is it? uh, So something about bears, if you climb a tree, is that actually not good? I think I heard bears can climb trees. Some bears can climb trees. Right. Mm, So you're just screwed. Uh, Black bears can climb trees. Mm. You don't want to do that. The, I think they're. Uh, so I think grizzly grizzly bears mostly can't. They're too big. They're huge. Yeah. Like grizzly bears, especially a full grown one, they're probably rocking seven hundred pounds. Yeah. It, do you think you could climb a tree if you were seven hundred pounds? That's a lot of fucking work. Depends if it's a he- if it could be like a big tree. You're a muscle. Yeah. Big sturdy tree. Big sturdy boy. Not only that though, his claws have to be able to maintain that much weight. True. Where he's digging into the bark and he's climbing. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of fucking weight. But black bears can climb. Mm, they're pretty. Yeah. They're they're pretty small and nimble in the grand scheme of things. So yeah. But that's when you just uh, when they come up, you just keep kicking them. You just kick them. Get, get out of here. Kick them in the nose. Yeah, just give them a little kick in the face and say, "Get out of here." Something I've always heard too about bears is if you make yourself big, they'll kind of back down. But yeah, do the that's, wingspan. That's the last thing I would actually want to do in that uh, situation. You do, I don't think that'll work against a grizzly bear. Not a grizzly. Probably a black bear. Yeah. 
The, well, the problem what is, if, what if I inti- uh, if I'm trying to intimidate it and then I just egg it on and then it's really like oh, I can take this thing. I think okay. The rule of thumb is, uh, black bears. You don't. The one, number one rule is you don't play dead because black bears will eat things that are dead. Mm-hmm. They'll be. They'll go. Oh, he's dead. Perfect. Now I can start munching, and then he'll eat you. Mm. But grizzly bears don't like things that are dead. They don't like things that are dead. Yeah. So your your best bet. Is to play unless dead. you if you if you don't if you have bear spray if you don't have bear spray, and you can't climb a tree instantly, you should probably play dead. Yeah, yeah, that's probably your best bet. the this the the real answer is you never run from a bear. Yeah, no, I've heard it's not going to pan out. Yeah, a grizzly They're bear way fucking faster than you. Yeah, coyotes on the other hand, do coyotes? I think you can really get away with the. Looking bigger and just yelling, oh, yeah. fucking going. You just got to become a caveman. Yeah, just get a log and just go like, I'm gonna fucking murder. Actually, you guys. And, and to be honest, just running from any dog is bad because then they feel like they have the upper hand. They're just gonna jump up at you when you're running. Yeah, so I feel like that's a bad thing to do too. And that's oh yeah. If I was in a group of coyotes and one of the, I would just my my initial instinct is I'm ready to fight to the death. Yeah, if I have to, I will like find the nearest log and say, come fucking come at me, and I will kill at least one of you before you take me down. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's intense. You got to well, you just you got to do what you got to do, right? I'm I'm I just view it as what is going to be the most realistic way I'm going to survive this. Yeah, and I will make the logical conclusion, and then do whatever the whatever I need to do to not die. Yeah, and in that situation, I'd be fight to the death. That's the answer. I'm not going to be able to escape a pack of coyotes. I need to just sit here and like just die like a, if I have to die like uh, like a fucking dog mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. That's how it's going to be. Yeah. But I'm at least going to snap one of their necks before they take me down. Yeah. That's very noble. I feel it. <laughs> yeah, pe- yeah. People find my body and there's just a bunch of strewn about coyote corpses. And they're like, oh my God, Austin killed mm-hmm. four of these things before Meanwhile, went down. your neck is missing. And like, <laughs> yeah. Do you think a coyote, so they do eat cats and small dogs and shit. Do you think if they actually managed to get you down, would they, do you think they would kind of feast on you a bit? Coyotes... I'm not sure about coyotes. Wolves will. Wolves will. Wolves definitely will. So Only in packs. If they're in a pack and you come up on them, I think they, they'd be willing to eat you. So I'm just wondering if, like, am I now that I've seen one this close to home, I'm wondering, am I going to be walking down the street one of these days, just see it, just I'm feasting on a corpse? <laughs> <laughs> There's, on the corner. That's, that, that, that's what I signed myself up for. That's my fate now. Yeah. You'll be walking down the street. You'll just see my, like, corpse. My arms are ripped off. And just get jumped by a pack of coyotes. Signs of a struggle. You see blood, like, a hundred feet along because I just kept fighting while my arms are getting ripped off and I'm just you just see coyote corpses everywhere. Yeah. Uh although to be fair, coyotes the big thing is coyotes I think are not as coordinated as wolves. Mm-hmm. I think they're a little more independent or move in smaller groups. Yeah. Wolves will be in full packs. Right. That's why you gotta be a lot more cautious about stepping into the wrong territory. Yeah. I always get terrified like smelling skunks too. I uh it's funny because when I was younger I remember everyone would be like tell me to avoid skunks they're like oh i smell that you should probably just be careful go inside for a bit and i as a kid i always thought oh that i actually like that smell like i don't where did that come from i don't know i genuinely as a weird deep rooted confession uh, yeah oh there i said it yeah i like it (laughs) no guys uh, i have a confession Uh, all that said i love the smell of skunk i love it so good. Bring no, it in the house. I can't Mom, say... Mom, Dad, smell me. I just let a skunk spray <laughs> me. I can't say I, I agree now, but 
I think part of it is it's worse up close. Like it burns your eyes. It it it's it gets very overwhelming when it's actually up close. But I just thought in the distance as a kid, I was like, that doesn't actually smell that bad. I don't know why everyone's so scared of them. Yeah, I, okay, I won't say I liked it. I'll just say it didn't scare me. I smelled it. I'm like, that's not actually that bad. Yeah, didn't Dino? You know, you know what I mean? Didn't Dino get sprayed by a skunk or something? No, no. Luckily, I thought I you guys in, had some sort of skunking incident, but I could be thinking of someone else. No. I feel like I told this story on this podcast before, but I'll tell it again. I used to work at a grocery store, and a guy came in with buying tons of tomato juice, and he smelled like a skunk. And so it was just very comical the way he... The whole story is playing up before you. Yeah. No, nothing needs to be said. Yeah, it, it was just comical <laughs> because we all smell it in the line. He's piling up tomato juice, and I think his first word when he comes up to me is like, does this actually work? <laughs> Please tell me this works. And we and like this happens all the time, right? You got people wandering through the Loblaws buying we, tomato juice for skunk yeah, incidents. Yeah, I'm the expert on it apparently. No, but I just oh, laugh. it's standard, sir. It's standard. I see this stuff at least once a week. Yeah, I no, uh, but yeah, it just it was good comedic timing. That's all he said, and I just said. I don't know, but the person behind me apparently had dealt with this before, and they were like, "It does," and they're like, "They're like, did you get sprayed?" They're like, "No, my dog got sprayed, ran in my house, and got the skunk smell all over my furniture, and so he has to bathe his dog with it." Yeah, but yeah. The, luckily the person behind them kind of was like, "It does work pretty well," so like I would give it a shot. Oh, I know tomato juice is great. Not only that though, it's an infection. Is if somebody if you if your dog gets sprayed for example and it starts going everywhere like the smell will go into whatever they go they go yeah near. it's a very strong potent well he said he didn't realize he let his dog in it just started booking around his house so he probably like had to go no no like chase his dog down and you're, you're throw old, him out. the dog's probably freaking out because their strongest sense is just being oh yeah completely like I don't even know where I am they're probably just running around is this my house I don't know probably burns their where eyes. am I yeah. it'd be like us getting pepper sprayed in the eyes probably yeah. Yeah, and just running around blind, just going like my eyes. Yeah, no, nature's nature's scary, man. Um, have you ever seen a porcupine in person? I have. You have? Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like it's not that big of a deal to see a porcupine, right? Are, are they pretty mm, rare? I, I've seen them before. I think they're rare. Depend, like they're they're in Ontario for sure. Yeah, I I think in uh, in rural Canada you, you'll see porcupines. Yeah. It's not but, a, but if they get intimidated, they spray their quills everywhere. Yes. Now, thankfully, that the the attack distance of that is not too is not that bad. No, they do, they don't go that far. Okay, because I feel the, like, the biggest threat is, um, is touching them. Okay, like they'll like it's like a thing where you touch them and they just release these quills on you and they all get stuck in your hand and they're really hard to get out because they're barbed. Right, so you have to be really careful because it'll tear your skin and your and your muscle fiber. Yeah, and your ten, it'll tear everything as you're pulling it out. That always, uh, that's the shitty part. I actually watched a, a YouTube video about all about this guy. Someone dequilling themselves. Well, he, it was actually, uh, you can probably find it still. It's an info video where the guy intentionally gets quills into his hand just to show people how to remove them effectively. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What a cool dude. He's, what a legend. He goes, all right, guys, here we go. About to quill my hand. And we're going to go through the how-to steps about the safest way to remove porcupine barbs. He, he, <laughs> all right, guys. He's taking it for the team. That actually reminds me. There was a video I saw very similar. There's a specific bug. It's kind of I, it's a type of wasp, I believe. But he, yep, that they, was the uh, the wilderness guy. 
Yeah, but it it was that the same guy? Uh, coyote something? No, no, no. His name's like something Coyote. Or Is whatever. it actually? That's yeah. I love his stuff. That's yeah, he did funny. the uh, he did a bunch of the wasps and like the. Uh, yeah. He also did uh, spiders. He's done it like every spider. He's done Black Widow and the, uh, shit like that. The one that I wish I remembered the name, but it's not worth looking up because it's not that important. But there's this uh, wasp that they claim if it stings you, it sometimes hurts for days. And people have actually like killed themselves over the excruciating pain. Like it's a it's a very I don't remember where it is, but this guy willingly got stung by one yep. just to deal with it. And I was like, Jesus. That's it was a, brutal. That's yeah. intense. He has a very good pain tolerance. At would, this point, though, he's done it all. He's I had so assume. many freaking... Ow, that hurt a lot. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Ouchie. I am in a lot of pain. Ouchie. How do I deal with this? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> tune, stay tuned. Stay tuned next week when I wear a jellyfish for a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's intense. Yeah, yeah. No, some people just, uh, they're just masochists, man. Or, uh, they're just, or they just have an amazing pain tolerance. Or they're that uh, enthusiastic about their content that they're willing to suffer a lot. Rip Steve Irwin. Who's, what happened to him? He died by a stingray. Oh, right, that guy. I remember crocodile him. Yeah, the guy. guy. Yeah, the crocodile guy who used to go on all the talk shows and shit. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. I watched a video of him as well where he's holding a snake. It's a poisonous snake around his neck. And it bites his neck, and he handles it so calmly. He's like, he's like, get me the anti-venom. He's just like that calm about it. Yeah. Oh, Jamie, did you hear about Whitest Kids You Know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trevor Moore. Moore. Trevor, that's it. Trevor yeah. Moore. Trevor Moore. Yeah. He passed away I almost said Thurston Moore. You know what's crazy? Yeah. Uh, they didn't release the reason why, but It he... said he was involved in an accident. I read, yeah, I read his wiki. In his backyard. Really? It, I actually I found the uh, the police report for it, and it happened in his yard. Right. And he was he was streaming the day before. Right. The next day, he died. Wow. Just or died that night. Like he finished streaming and then died, and then yeah. they announced later. It's crazy. I wasn't sure. I if can't you, freaking believe it. I wasn't sure if you heard. I was gonna bring that up actually because yeah, I just I only saw one thing online about it, and then I was like, is that a joke? So I looked it up. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. I I, I was. It, Genuinely, he was only forty-one. Yeah. So it it definitely was like, and I've been watching. I I watch them on Twitch sometimes because they yeah. have like their uh, because of COVID they they all kind of came together again and they were going to do a new movie and start rebooting oh, everything. Man, and then he, he dies. It that was just sucks. the craziest shit. Yeah, recipes, Trevor Moore. That's that's really sad because such yeah, a funny guy. We both grew up watching them all the time. Yeah, I loved Whitest Kids, you know, man. Yeah, they're so funny, no. and I still think they're funny. Yeah, I would say yeah. If anyone hasn't heard of them, check them out. Whitest Kids, you know. Yeah. They're just funny sketch comedy from like 2008, 2009 kind of You want to hear my theory? What? He was talking about uh, on, on an episode, like a, one of their streams or whatever, that he was planning on doing Moonshine. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, he because uh, he's, he's 41, you know, you got to, and Moonshine is pretty fucking dangerous. People have died from drinking Can Moonshine be, yeah. before. If you do it, if and you it, make it And the fact wrong. that it happened in his yard... Does make me wonder if he drank moonshine. So you're theorizing. He, That's he my moonshine. conspiracy theory. Mm. I wonder why they haven't released it yet. But yeah, I read the wiki as soon as I heard. It. I actually just heard today, even though it was a couple of days ago. But I read the wiki. It just said an accident. That's all it said. Blue wiki. I, I it just blo- Yeah, I don't know what to say. I it, it blew my mind. It really sucks. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. He was a. He seemed like a cool guy. Would have been cool to meet all of them. Honestly. Oh, like, dude, I, I those are the kind of guys that I'd love to meet because they're so. Uh, they're, they just seem so relaxed. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, they they and there's their and they sketches. like they like interacting and yeah, their sketches. Their are sketches were great. just gold, man. Like yeah, so yeah, that was some bad news. I I just heard today. Yeah. Wow. No, that got me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so I I don't know. I watched a couple, but it actually almost made me sad to watch them. So oh I was yeah, like, you know, I'll I'll wait a month or two and then watch a couple yeah. or something. Yeah, and they were just starting to release a lot of their stuff it in was, HD. Yeah, they were doing all their HD re-releases, which they might continue in the future, but I guarantee you they're all going underground for a while. Yeah, because they in don't want to focus on it too much. I know this is a bit of a niche product, but in my opinion, I think he was the glue that held it all together. Yeah. He always seemed like the front man he, and I, the guy who made things happen. He was, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. He always, he, he always he seemed the like the front face. Wasn't yeah. he kind of the founder of it anyway? Yeah. Uh, they, well, I'm he's sure they all did. A co-founder, but as yeah. far as I can tell, he always seemed like he was in every episode, or the the yeah. guy always making it. Like you know how there's always, let's say you always have a buddy in your group, and you have that one guy in your group that always is the one that yeah. holds you together. Yeah, and he was. I think he was that guy. Was, I don't know if they're ever going to recover. He was the main character of Whitest Kids, you know. <laughs> it's more that some people's personalities just aren't compatible with. Making he, things happen. He brought, right? yeah, exactly. He brought all of them together. It seemed. I know. A great exactly example is like Trevor Moore. Would, Mike Fleischer would be like Trevor Moore. Mm. And and you and just an example is, you and I are not as prone to say let's just do something and make oh, it yeah, happen. Yeah. I feel like I am more so than you, but mm. I wouldn't consider myself a kingpin yeah. by any means. Yeah. Right. No, that's true. I'll just keep the ship floating. I think you just let it sink. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, try, I try my best. If it's something I'm, if it's something I'm interested in, I don't. But I'm I try not my improving the boat. I'm not putting sails on it or anything. It's just yeah. I'm just like ah, just let's just keep this ship coasting nice and easy. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing crazy. Yeah. No. No. I get what you mean. I yeah, because I don't exactly know the dynamic of how they founded it, but yeah, he always seemed like the one, like definitely one of the more main staples in all the videos and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, rest and it's in sad. Peace. He had a wife, kids. So yeah, rest Tragic in peace. Man. Oh, actually, you know what? Just uh, want to hear a, a funny story about him. For any, you know, I feel like maybe there are some people here who've who've watched some white kids. You know, mm-hmm. they were pretty popular at the time. Um, yeah. One little tidbit is he was a pastor's kid. Really. And his parents actually made a few famous worship songs so they would tour all over uh, America really? doing like these world tours as these uh, as worship leaders wow and they do mega churches and shit like that and he was a little kid and at one song he was he was talking about this there's one song that they would do where he would come in and sing and he was 4 or 5 at the time yeah and he said he still distinctly remembers that he they went to one service one day yeah on a sunday and he went to his parents and said i don't feel like doing this yeah and of course the parents went well, you're going to do it anyway, buddy. Yeah. You know, pat him on the back, get yeah. him out on stage. And there's, you know, 5,000 people there and they're singing the worship song. You know, they're going through it. And then his part comes up and he just says on the mic, I don't want to be here. Wow. <laughs> In front of all these people. Yeah. And he, and he's, he's talking to his parents while it's happening. He's saying, can we go home? I don't want to be here and stuff like that. Just in front of this huge congregation. Wow. Yeah. I do find uh, it's very interesting when someone grew up um, not necessarily just in like a church setting or religious setting. I find it goes one of two ways, especially if their parents were more high up or if they were very invested in it. I feel like it goes one of two ways. It always seems like that person ends up still being very into it their whole life, or it seems like they rebel to the exact opposite. Or it at least happens very often. You because know- it, it, I've noticed there's many instances, two instances I just want to mention, I heard Marilyn Manson went to a Christian school growing up. Yeah. So yeah. that that kind of was interesting because I'm like, and then his whole image later in life was the exact opposite. 
You know what I mean? So it seems like, yeah, it's just interesting to me how, and again, and then uh, Trevor Moore, I keep almost saying Thurston Moore, Trevor Moore went on to kind of just make edgy comedy and stuff like that, kind of crass at times. So I do find that interesting that it seems to go one of two ways, usually if someone's, especially like a pastor's son or like something like that. There doesn't seem to be any reason to rhyme to it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, I think it's two things. I think it's obviously how you perceive the experience and also what your personality is and who you are. Oh, exactly. I think there's a lot of people that, in fact, there there might, you can have, let's say, let's say there's a a pastor and they have four kids. Yeah. Maybe three of them are going to be like, this is great. I like this. I'm going to keep doing this. And then one of them's just going to go, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to become a Satanist. Yeah. And there doesn't really seem to be. It's not even like a casual. Well, how different were the kids' experiences? You know, maybe yeah. a bit different, but the, he just decided, I feel completely different. Well, yeah. Well, there's obviously instances where someone is casual about it and they they say, okay, this just isn't for me, and they go on with their life. That definitely happens too. But I do notice there is a lot of people who just go totally the opposite way to a to an extreme. Now, which it's is, a red which is flag. interesting to me. Yeah, there's a red flag if they have a 0% success rate. Yeah. So if you see, let's say, a pastor or something, because I'm assuming that's the context. You know, it's just a higher up in a church or whatever, in a yeah. congregation. Uh, if they have four kids and zero of them stick around, the parents probably fucked up. Yeah. Well, there, yeah. There's, there's something else going on. Could be on. that there's, the parents were just really intense and turned them off of that sort of thing. Because it is pretty natural that you end up like your parents to some degree. Yeah. That's the natural course of things. So, and And let's say you have atheist parents. Maybe... If you if they have a couple kids, maybe they'll end up being atheists too, and that's not a. <laughs> and the opposite is if they're like, I hate my parents, I'm gonna go to church. Yeah. So yeah. If, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so if they if an atheist has three kids and they all end up being Christian, they fucked up. They yeah. fucked up big time. All yeah. those kids went. You know what? That's my parents are full of shit. That's them being. <laughs> I'm rebellious. a man of faith, and I'm starting a business. <laughs> that's them being rebellious. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing a suit and tie, they're like, "What's up, Dad? I just came back from my Catholic church," and he's yeah. like, "No." <laughs> yeah. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. No. We just had our yearly uh, trophy service. I forget what it's called. Yeah. No, it is interesting to me who people who like obviously I, I it makes sense if people just get older and come to their own conclusions. That's fair. That's what life is. People have their own opinions. But yeah, it's it's when it is just the like polar opposite effect when they're just like i'm just going in deep the exact other way which if is, none of your which kids want to be like you which that is, to me is it's just, funny yeah it happens often yeah, yeah it's a bad sign it, it just means there was something else going on in there yeah something weird going on yeah yeah so do, as i said it's hard it's there's so many i would say it's almost impossible to boil that stuff down because there's, there's too much going on just how different people are and how differently people can even when it comes to stories everybody mm. can experience the exact same thing and then disagree on on the translation a year later they'll all yeah. be, go no this happened no this happened and they all genuinely believe it yeah it's crazy if the if the internet's taught me anything it's that people don't agree with each other very often <laughs> i think that i think especially the internet's made it very clear that people can disagree and i don't know yeah you know i i both agree and disagree with that just well, there's, because there's pocket i would say there's pockets of of information that there's it's like a niche yeah people do kind of just follow what they're told if they're in a niche pocket of information that does happen too but 
I'm just saying the amount of arguing that happens on the internet, it's clear that a lot of people just strongly disagree with each other all, at all times. Yeah, of course. Over everything. <laughs> I'm talking more about the basics. I think people have more in common than they think. So, for example, oh, yeah. let's I'd... say you there's an old lady walking down the street with a walker, okay? Mm-hmm. And she trips and falls and wipes out. Yeah. Generally speaking, most people are going to help her. Wait. I it's would, common curtain. I'm not going to touch oh. a gross old well, lady. Well, Jamie, that, that's, I, I, I don't want to talk about that's, this with you then. That's disgusting. <laughs> awesome. Old people? I, I don't want to What a terrible her. example. One, they're old and gross. They're old and gross. They're going to die soon anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well be now. Yeah. I did. Uh, Bad example, dude. <laughs> yeah. Nice try, Austin. Was not convincing at all. I'm not but touching her. They're going to, most people are going to help her get up and, and say, are you okay? And like, see if, yeah. like, do whatever they can to assist her, for right. example. Yeah. I think that's a pretty common thing. I, I would actually say that probably 95% of people are going to accommodate that. Yeah. So little it's things like that. It's pretty ingrained in people to are, be empathetic. Yeah. It's a, yeah. That, something like that can really unify people. Of course. Yeah. Right? So you can have, let's say, on one side of the street, you got, I don't know, a freaking three people that have completely polarized views politically. And then they see a lady trip and fall on the street. Yeah. Maybe they'll help her. Yeah. Right? And then you kind of go, okay, I mean... Obviously, there's a lot of differences here, but at the end of the day, I would say most people are trying their best to yeah. be courteous or try to help. You know, like well, I, th- if how okay, how about this? I'm going to say it this way: is if the majority of people didn't want society to be better, then it would fall apart. Yeah, there's no way that like 50 percent or more of the population. W- you know, is like just shitty Cause, people. Cause it they just, have it to wouldn't live, work. Because they have to live in it as well. Yeah. So, so it's kind of just a common human thing to want to to not make it as shitty as possible for everyone. Yeah, I would. I think society works because most people want it to work. They right. want to do what they need to do to, oh. make, to, to improve it or make it better. Absolutely, yeah. And if that wasn't the case, I don't think we'd have one. It's that simple, right? Mm-hmm. If other people were like, you know what? Fuck everybody else. I'm going to be a piece of shit and, and do this instead. Yeah. If that was, yeah, that's a very small minority of people, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. So. And even people who who say things like that anyway, who are kind of just like, I'm against like the structural I system of everything. Anybody. I still think at the end of the day, even the people like that, when it comes to a human interaction where they can help someone, they're going to anyway. Have you seen the turning point in movies? Uh, you know, where it starts off, you know, there's a character or something that says, I don't care about anybody. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a whole thing that happens and there's like an arc where he suddenly goes, I do care. Yeah. And then it goes into the their, their heart the, grows three sizes bigger. Exactly. Like the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. Didn't Scrooge also become a nice man? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Cool. You, of course, I'm assuming you mean the uh, hit remake with Bill Murray. In the yeah. 80s. I'm talking about Bill Murray. Yeah. Scrooged. Yeah. 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 Unironically, one of my favorite Christmas movies, but it's it's good. It scared the shit out of me as a kid. Oh yeah, it's pretty wild. The scene where he comes out looking like a pale zombie with like tissue paper looking skin. Yeah, that was kind of creepy. And when the I was bowling a kid. ball yeah. re- rolled out of his head. I saw that as a kid, and I think it triggered a nightmare actually because I remember seeing something looking very similar shortly after I saw that movie in a dream, and it scared the shit out of me. That is not outlandish. It actually yeah. was pretty. There's something creepy about old special effects. Yeah. Because even looking back, there's something because it's all practical and kind of disturbing. Yeah. You know, because his his skin almost looked like weird tissue paper peeling off, and like it, even though it looked 
yeah, it's hard to explain, but it terrifies. Something me. about those kind of practical effects really. Uh, and the I don't bowl- know, even now I think it would get me a little bit. The bowling ball rolling out of his head scared me too. Oh, uh, you mean the golf ball? Golf ball. Well, I'll yeah. say well, bowling. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, you said bowling ball once or twice, and I'm like, all right, you did said I, it three did times. Did I say bowling ball the, every, every time. time? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I initially just went glossed over because I thought, you know oh, what? Yeah. He meant a golf ball. Golf the, ball. Is I, what I, I eventually meant. had to say something. <laughs> That'd be. <laughs> that would be quite a shock if his skull opened up an entire bowling ball. <laughs> that wouldn't. Yeah, that would be funny actually. Um, Oopsie daisy, there's the bowling ball out of my head. Yeah. yeah. Casually rolled out. That damn Bill Murray scaring the shit out of me as a kid. <sighs> yeah, a lot of Christmas movies are actually kind of scary now that I think about it. I feel like they all involve ghosts and ghouls and, you know. Yeah, but now they're, they're, just, they're just cute. Mm. I don't think it was intentional to make it creepy back then, let's say in the 90s and earlier. The bill, but it came across that way. Is that's called Scrooge, right? Yes, the movie Scrooge. And if people haven't seen it around Christmas, yeah, watch it this Christmas. Give it a watch. It's quite an experience. But Bill be Murray, warned. man, be warned. It's pretty scary. It's Bill Murray during his peak. Yeah. Oh, it's Just great. Everything that you, if you like Bill Murray, you will like this movie. I watched it last year actually around Christmas, and that's what actually tr- triggered that memory again. I was like, I do remember seeing this as a child, and it was it it fucked with me. <laughs> yeah, but oh man, remember like uh, this dress seems inappropriate. Her nipples are hanging out. And he goes, "We love to see her nipples." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she looks great. <laughs> yeah, oh. just so. Oh my god. Yeah. When it's Bill Murray, you're like, ah, oh, he's just the the charisma just oozes out of the screen. He's great. He's really great. Has he been in a movie in a while? Yeah, he he does stuff. He's older now though, right? You know, yeah. It's, his the his ability to do roles is a little more limited. He right. can't be as spry as he was in Ghostbusters, for example. You know, hopping around or, you know, mm. like he sees a nice, uh, you know, a pretty lady and he walks up and he uses his Bill Murray charm kind of thing. Oh yeah. He, oh, he, not, he he's in his seventies now. It's not quite like that anymore. Yeah, I, I I heard stuff online about him, and I'm I'm like basically people were saying he they would run into him and he would just be all like, what's the word? Try and be whimsical about it. So he would like, I don't know. I was I was reading stuff where people claimed he like crashed parties before. Yeah, in he'd New York. randomly show up to parties and clean dishes uh, and, and leave. And then he'd be like, he'd be like, no one's ever gonna believe you. And then he'd leave and stuff like that. And there's yeah, a bunch of yeah. stories like that. And I'm like, that's pretty funny. Like just like going to like random college parties. Everyone's like, what? And then it, he's like, and then he does something stupid. And leaves. Yeah, that is the favorite one I read that they said that Bill Murray came over and then like an, uh, he was there for like a few hours. And at one point he cleaned all the dishes in the sink and then just leaves and, he's like, <laughs> and left. No one's ever going to believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray cleaning your dishes as yeah, fucking if. Yeah. Like, no whatever. one's going to buy it. That's funny. But here I am buying it. <laughs> Maybe someone did make it up. Well, if once you hear enough of those stories, you start to think. I well, mean, exactly. There's is, a bunch of them. Yeah. If it only ever happened once, it would be like a mythical legend of mm-hmm. Diddy. Yeah. Did he show up to your party? Probably not. But if he, since he's done it, maybe let's say ten times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, according to him as well, uh, he was in school for something. He was going to college or university or something, and he was he was caught with a bunch of weed and he was kicked out of school. And then apparently he just said, "All right, I guess I'm going into acting." That's kind of how he. That's yeah, apparently yeah. how it happened. He was caught with a bunch of weed in like the seventies and kicked out of school, and that's kind of what started his career. Do you know what? I saw What About Bob recently. Oh yeah. And if you haven't rewatched that one, you should mm. because it's it's the weird thing is that movie changes completely when you're an adult. Really? When you're a kid, 
you have this perspective, and I'm not going to give spoilers or anything. I'm just giving a how you view the film. When I was a kid, Bill, like when he was playing his character Bob, mm-hmm. when you think he's really funny and goofy and a fun guy, yeah, and there's nothing weird about him, you're just like, oh, he's a really fun, whimsical dude. And then when you're an adult, you have this perspective that he's still charming, but he's a forty-something-year-old guy. Yeah. With a lot of mental problems. Yeah. And it's almost brilliant how that's displayed. Mm-hmm. And when I rewatched it, it was almost disturbing because you can both accept that he is very mentally disturbed mm-hmm. and yet charming at the same time. Well, as you're a kid, you think he has no fault at all. It's really right. weird. Yeah, I can see that. But the I... way they execute it is brilliant because he really he does come across kind of unhinged. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd be interested to watch that again. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's just funny because when you're a kid, you're so forgiving of, you think, oh, he's just a kid, you know, he's just having fun and goofing that's, around. There's that's, no perspective in that way. Right. That's much like um, Joker 2019 film. I feel like as a kid, I wouldn't pick up on how crazy he is, but now I would I would totally. Although for what it's worth, I don't think my parents would let me watch that one. I was no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have, that, that would not be, that would be a null issue for me because my parents were too busy trying to deal with the fact that I was scared of the Borg from Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. I mm. had, I had bigger fish to fry at the time. Right. And also cat creatures from, uh, what was it called? Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. Which we talked about on the second episode of this podcast. We did. We did. That's a callback. Yeah. Usually you don't remember things that specific. I guess obviously we remember the first couple's names. Yeah, it's it's easy m- to remember the first way few. more ingrained in our heads. Also, we called the episode Attack of the Cat Creatures. Yeah. Which pretty I would say quite a highlight in terms of naming an episode. Yeah, it was good. That's pretty up there. We've we've definitely gotten worse at naming them. That's because how at some point creativity just becomes a pipeline of an obligation. You know, I, things you got to do. We're just phoning it in at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said it in less words, but essentially, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> There's no passion. In the beginning, we're like, let's see where this is going to go. But now I'm just like, it's just, it's kind of fun to do. Oh, fuck. Where's that? What do we call this episode? Uh, uh, we said a bunch of bullshit. Let's just fucking call it like. Just mash up some of the words. Uh, farts and. Farts and. Uh, coyotes. Basma- basmalt vinegar. Basmati rice and coyotes. Basmati <laughs> rice and coyotes. Yeah. No, we need to. We can't do another uh, another and in there. We can't do it. No, I was saying it'd be funny to name this one that just because we just said it. But okay. Oh, but we just we've done so many of those now. We got we got it. We got to spice it up a bit, guys. You'll All see. Right. You'll see what it is. You'll see. What By the it time is. you get here, you already know. Yeah. We're That's working true. we're working backwards from you guys. It's we're, not fair. Let's actually brainstorm it all night tonight. Wow, how much time do we have left? Like 20, 30 minutes? Let's go. No, not on the podcast. I'm oh, saying afterwards. Oh, okay. We'll, I thought you were gonna say let's bore our listeners by brainstorming episode ideas. <laughs> and they already know how it's gonna end up, so there's no mystery to them. Yeah. Like it wasn't that one because it's yeah, yeah we already know what it's called. They clearly didn't name it hot chocolate and dogs. Did we talk about hot cho- chocolate? No, we didn't. Okay, so that's okay. clearly why we're not going to name it that. How about old and dead actors? <laughs> How about we don't talk about? And that? what's and what's the difference? Mm. And we talk about Bill Murray's bowling ball head. Dude, you know what sucks is you. How do you know when you're past your prime? There's some people that seem to never leave it, but there's a lot of people that do. Yeah. For example, 
uh, let's say you're an artist and you make all your hit albums in your 20s. Mm-hmm. And then the 30s, 40s, you know, the rest of your life happens and everybody, the entire life goes. Remember when they were in their 20s and they made good music? I guess, I guess but it's... But then there's other people that seem to do pretty well. I guess it's all your perspective of it because if you, at the end of the day, a lot of people never hit that what you're calling their prime. It's It's one of those things that... I guess it's if it happened, it's cool, and if it didn't, then there's no difference. And if it did, because you, if you end up the same as everyone else around the same age, then at least it happened at that point. So I would say if someone was very creative in their early life and created all this music, and then down the road just wasn't, just kind of ended up fizzling out, not being as creative and stuff, then they're just basically still at the same point most people their age are anyway. So at least it happened. So I guess it's all about your perspective of that. I think I believe in the peak, meaning that there are some points in your life, for example, that you're going to be stronger than you've ever been, or you're yeah. going to be more creative than you've ever been, of course. just because of where you are. Yeah. Let's say something just happened, and that puts you in this weird headspace of this, where you have this intensity, where you suddenly want to... You go on stage and you act like a maniac, but it's brilliant, yeah. and it's creative, and you make all this great music, yeah. and the next thing you know, you live in a mansion in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and five years later, that's all you've done, because maybe you have kids now, yeah. and you keep getting divorces, and, you don't and what do you passion. sing about? You sing yeah. about your second ex-wife at that point? You know, it's, mm-hmm. there's no... It's hard to get back to that. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes I would say inspiration comes from pretty, pretty random things at times, so... I guess once, if someone is successful based on uh, something like that in a creative field, yeah, I guess at that point, if they're like just disconnected and rich, they're not going to have the same well, that's inspiration the, as they once did. I'm con- that I think that's exactly what happens personally. Yeah. I oh, think probably. people get to. Uh, it's not. It's not even really a bad thing. That's no, that's the problem. Is it's, it's not. not. It's not an exclusively bad thing. It's more that let's say. Let's say you're angsty and you're young and you're like, you yeah. know, Rage Against the Machine. You're like, fuck the system yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah. And then <laughs> next thing you know, you're 35. You have a couple kids. Maybe you're married. You live in a house. And, and you're very wealthy off those songs. Yeah, so you're, you're pretty wealthy. disconnected anyway. You have a couple SUVs and you drive your kids around to karate class. Like, yeah. what are you, you going to write and music about? Are you going to write another angry Rage Against the Machine album? Yeah. Well, exactly. The anger's not there because, like, they're not... Yeah, because and when I say disconnected, I mean especially in the instance of Rage Against Machine, they're singing about struggles of like poverty and whatnot. And clearly, now that those albums are super successful, he's not coming from as passionate of a place about yeah, it. How many of those albums can you possibly? How how many can you output? Yeah, he's not in, actually in worried. Of, he's not worried about the same issues now because he's not really feeling it as much. Clearly, he probably is, but he just doesn't have the energy he used to. Right, where you'd go oh. on tour and you're young and you're angry. You I'll know, give a good example. Whole, that that blood that you know that hot blood you got. Yeah, I'll give a good example too. I think Dave Grohl. I'm not gonna. I'm not talking shit. I think he's a great musician. But I'm just saying when he was in Nirvana, for example, I feel like just so much energy and passion. And I would say early Foo Fighters too had some of that passion. Oh, 100 percent. Obviously, I, those original songs like Everlong. I think. Were, yeah, I think those are good hits. But I'm saying anything that like Foo Fighters are putting out now, I'm not that interested. You know? Oh yeah. How about this? It's gone I, very just plain, and like I'm not talking too much shit. I do still think he's a talented guy, but yeah, it's almost like I would say his prime, at least to me, the part of his artistry I liked was when he was more passionate. Like, yeah, when he was in Nirvana, he was brilliant. Like his oh, drumming dude, and was I think, amazing. Uh, or when he was doing uh, songs for the deaf. Oh yeah, I think that Queens was another great. Yeah, he still yeah. had that kind of intensity. Yeah, playing the drums really hard in a way that like 
a lot of people view it as you know only the way he can. That was still like earlier two thousands. Yeah, two thousand two. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I do agree. And I, you know what though, I don't. I think his music is right now is pretty good. I've listened to some of his newer albums. I really like. It's liked, not horrible, uh, but it doesn't have the same spark, in my opinion. That's. All. I think his one album was called uh, "Concrete and Gold" a couple of years ago. Yeah, and I listened to it. It was it was good. It was I think in, in, and actually I would go as far as to say is in terms of the kind of music that's coming out now, I would put it above average. Okay. Because never heard it, but I wouldn't call the. For me, the modern standard is not super high. Mm. But I still enjoyed it. I listened to the album a few times, but it, I definitely don't hold it anything close to think, obviously the reference that I that you have like for yeah. Nirvana or I think it depends Queens what, of the Stone Age. It depends what genre you're interested in too. Because I would say there is a lot of great music, but it's only thriving in certain genres. I feel so. Like I would say, if you're really into rock music, there's definitely not nearly as much good quali- good quality stuff out. There still is. There's still some good rock bands, but it's not. They're, they're not as common to come by. So you know it depends what? on the genre you're interested in. Because I would say there's a lot of good rap music coming out now, a lot of stuff like that. You know, actually, I would say that rock is... I think if there is a great band, mm-hmm. it's harder to find. Yeah. That's the big thing. Well, because just, there, just there, the there's a point where... not there as Yeah, much. well, the rock, rock peaked, and the biggest bands were absolutely ginormous. So yeah. it was hard not to hear about them. When yeah. there was a great band... You, you, like obviously, I think Foo Fighters is a great example. Like yeah. most people have heard of the Foo Fighters because they were there during the peak, mm. you know, kind of going into like the well, late some late nineties, early two thousands. Some would argue that's not the peak. It's kind of funny because rock has evolved over the years. Like in the seventies, it was a certain sound. Eighties, a certain sound. Nineties, a certain sound. Even two thousands, it was a certain sound. And I would even say twenty tens when it was like a lot of that kind of pop punky hardcore stuff too. They all had very unique sounds, but I would say modern rock now. At this point, it's just one of those things that they're kind of referencing at this point. Like, there's not okay. not as much innovation now. Okay, what's your thought? There's okay. already been so much. If you know? Foo Fighters and Queens of the Stone Age disappeared right now, who would be the rock band? Mm, I I couldn't tell you. I I mean, now obviously we're a bit out of touch, of course, but yeah, there's no other like super band. You know, like Whoa. I I do view as the Foo Fighters and Queens of the Stone Age as kind of the last. Of that era in terms of like big rock bands. Yeah. But then I, I would say the Strokes too, kind of earlier 2000s and stuff. But again, and even in 2010s, I liked a lot of 2010s music as well. The more of that like kind of pop punky hardcore sound. I liked a lot so, of stuff okay, from so that genre. Okay, so what is it? Like, uh, like what bands? Oh, I don't know. Like 2010s, I really liked Touche More. had a unique sound. But again, some of that stuff re- references 90s hardcore and stuff as well. Yeah, but that all so comes from the point. It's all my rehash, point being, kind of. Yeah, that they're not... They're not super bands. They're not filling oh. out arenas. Oh, yeah. They're not no. going to these huge, big venues uh, and filling out seats. Imagine Dragons. Um. Oh, God. <laughs> wow, that actually killed me when you said that. Yeah. It kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. But Imagine again, Dragons is kind of getting nickelbacked now, eh? Yeah. If you didn't know. Probably. I can see I, it. What happened is is they released that one album that obviously got huge, you know, the shit like Radioactive and yeah. and all the songs in that album, whatever. I, what was it called? I, I don't know. I don't remember anymore. I but think, what, a lot Imagine of people Dragons? liked it. Radioactive. Yeah, that one album. They made like a big album, but then they kept releasing music, and it all sounds the exact same. Now they're getting Nickelback. Right. Everybody goes, "You're a one trick pony," and you just yeah, keep yeah. You know, putting the same. Oh, shit I, I could see year. that. I feel like any song I've heard by them was pretty similar. Yeah, it's hard to tell similar. the difference. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but again, that to me that doesn't mean there's no innovation in music though, because there is a lot of very creative artists out now. But I would say rock music definitely isn't in the forefront now. That doesn't mean there aren't 
aren't still innovative bands, but they're not in like the forefront of the industry. But you do like agree they with their, they're not, there's, they were missing the super bands. Well, okay, but uh, I would say genre wise, because again, like I would say, like some artists, I think Tyler the Creator has really been oh, of course, picking up, yeah, for yeah. example, stuff like that in different genres. I totally agree, exactly. And like, so you know, Tame Impala is, pro- is still huge. Tame Impala is. I'd actually, love to see uh, Tame Impala is actually getting really big. Their yeah. Let It Happen is like crazy views on YouTube. Is it a? I I don't want to. I wouldn't make be surprised claim. if it was over hundred million at this point. I, I no actually problem. I want to look it up. I don't want to say what it is yet. I'm just gonna look up "Let It Happen" and and just to. Jamie, I feel like that song. It's, it's Benny that looks these things up. Oh, sorry, Benny. Can you look that up for us, please? Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Okay. I don't want to accidentally. No, play Tame, it. Tame Impala is this way song, way up there. This song like blew up, which is crazy because I remember in high school I listened to them when they were just kind of like a little psych indie band. Okay, eighty-two million views for the for the official video. I thought they, they had... well, they fill out they they they're able to fill out arenas. That's the yeah, big thing. Yeah, is when people when they go do a show, people show up. That's the biggest thing. Right. Yeah. YouTube views are obviously an indicator, but oh yeah. To me, I, I go. To, can you fill seats? And if they can, yeah, they're a, they're they're a, they're a, they're a super band. But cur- currents definitely just blew up for sure. Um, oh, it's a great album. It's a great album. I love currents. Yeah, I've so, listened to currents. Probably I I've probably listened to Kearns like fifty to a hundred times, no problem. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Definitely, I just think other genres are more at the forefront nowadays. But that's that doesn't mean innovation's gone. But yeah, I mean, oh of course, it's just harder to find. That's yeah. my that's my original thought. Yeah, yeah. I think there's I'm still... waiting for the next big thing. You know. Yeah. Or at least the next, the next thing, big thing that that captivates you, you know, because there's definitely some big things that are captivating a lot of people at the moment. So true, I'm not gonna yeah, dis, that's, uh, that's fair. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that's like disingenuous or whatever, because if it if it's hitting them the same way certain things hit me, then that's great, you know. I know I'm I'm an old school bum. What can <laughs> I say? Yeah, I I was listening to, like to to me. There's so many albums that just age better and better, and when you listen to them, it's just mind blowing every time. Yeah, I think like Led, Ze- Led Zeppelin's first album to me is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. When I hear Dazed and Confused, I'm like, my god, still yeah, like still great. it's still modern in the sense that it still just slaps. It has all the energy and the intensity, and it's mixed so well. Oh yeah, and I'm like my like, and and you know what? To be fair, I'm like, how do you top this? Like yeah. this, it's this pocket in time where every like all these people were just innovating. They were brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Well, yeah, I know. It's very interesting because again, it's a hard fight. How do you how do you compete with that? That's the thing about time and creativity. It's like the influences are always so different because things were always so different. Like we're in such a different mindset as the people in the seventies had, for example. Like they were not nearly viewing life at all the way we are. You know, what oh I mean? no, not even remotely. Not They're even just, remotely. It's so different. It's beyond, so foreign. Completely but, beyond our comprehension. Yeah. No, it's absolutely crazy. Oh, dude, and do you know who else? Uh, and I, I, I know, like, I think everybody should listen to him at some point, but Jimi Hendrix, to me, mm-hmm. still to this day, when you hear him play guitar, it's just fucking witchcraft. Yeah. It's oh, just it's disgusting. Just, yeah. It's so raw and creative. And yeah. It's not like in, you know, this perfect, you know, like, click time, but it's so, but it flows so it well. It feels and, good, yeah. Electric Ladyland, I love oh, that. Just, a what lot. a great album. It's just... So when I listen to Jimi Hendrix, I, I always think this album is just almost getting newer and newer all the time. Oh, yeah. Because it was just so... Yeah, what a crazy pocket in time, you know? If anything, I can just say we were blessed we got that at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Not many people are definitely 
even close to being similar. I would say very unique artist. Talon is uh, the number one, probably the number one problem of the world, man, in everything, mm-hmm. whether it's profession or creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only so many Da Vinci's. And yeah, then, uh, <laughs> it'd be like world. The world would be cr- pretty great if everybody was just like Leonardo da Vinci or something, right? Like, uh, that's just not the way it goes. No, definitely. Talent true. is rare. That's definitely true. Everybody wants it. Mm-hmm. I'm selling talent. If anyone wants it, are you selling it like uh, in a, on like a pamphlet? Yeah, I have a. I have a seal of approval. Yeah, it's just a. <laughs> yeah, I'm selling like little certificates. It's a talent award anyone wants to spend like i'm charging a hundred bucks anyone who wants a signed copy of talent i remember the, that'd the be term. a good gimmick we well, should what was what was what was that term i can't remember it was basically you could buy uh at one point in italy there was a pope that was selling tickets to heaven i forget what the term was but really basically if you paid the church money you would get this piece of paper that says you're going to heaven oh man are now, they still doing it Oh, absolutely not. In fact, oh, it actually it actually damn kinda, it. Oh yeah, no, disappointing, right? I kind of wouldn't want life that. be great if you could just live blissfully and go. I bought this though. I'm good to go, dude. I want to buy and I want to buy a ticket. To You're heaven. snorting coke with your ticket to heaven. Yeah. What's wrong <laughs> with that? Oh, because it counts. It's fair. Like because you paid for that. Yeah. And you deserve it. Yeah. You you don't um, think there's coke now? In did it lead to the Pope getting like murdered and? And like tons of people, the church being like, you know, you're a heretic. I mean, yeah, that did happen. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm it doesn't sure. pay off. I'm sure, but it pays off to the people who bought it because they're going to heaven. Well, I mean, but then the pope that sold to them got died. So they're going to that guy's heaven. But he he clearly went to heaven too, anyway. So. True. Hopefully, there's a bunch of virgins there or some. Right? Is that how it goes? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, no, that's the one true heaven. Whatever that guy's selling. That's what I'm saying. So hopefully there's uh, well, uh, other ways. There. Uh, well, how many virgins is it in Islam? Is it 72 virgins or something? 72. Yeah, like I, it almost sounds like you're saying in that virgins. ballpark. Oh, virgins. No, virgins. virgins. Yeah, 72 or 74. Because you, you because you said a number, I feel like if I were to just say it, I would have got it right. But I could be because you said a number. Now I'm like that sounds right. Yeah, to me, 72 is really disappointing because if you're going to be there for eternity. That's like you'll get bored. Of you'll, them. you'll you'll be done in three months, and you'll be like, "Fuck, what happens now?" <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> what do I do now? Fuck, boy. I got like ten million years ahead of me. Fuck, boy, Austin over what, here. What do you think I'm like? If I had the if I had the opportunity in the afterlife, <laughs> of only, course I would. Only seventy two chicks. <laughs> That's so. I'll get bored of them I'll, in I'll a couple months. I'll get done months. in three months, and I'll be like, "What now?" Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I hear that. I'm like, that's kind of overwhelming, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you literally have eternity to figure it out. You could ha- you could bang one girl every one thousand years if you're feeling a little uncomfortable, and that that's means a little long. That's I know, a long. but Jamie, that gives you plenty of time to contemplate if you really need that. So, well, I don't know. And then after seventy two thousand years, you're all out of time. You're like, that's it, Jamie. You did it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's exhausting to think about? Like, what if, like, reincarnation was real? That's the most exhausting concept. It's like, what if I'm just born, like, a different life, but I have no memory? And it's like, then then what? It's like, that sucks. Except you have no memory of feeling like that would be exhausting because... And it doesn't even matter. It's pointless because that just means you reincarnate. You don't remember anything anyway. Right. It's a moot point. But what if I'm really shitty in the next life? You wouldn't know it. Because you 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 would have no precognition or any of this memory, so you'd just be a shitty person. That'd be the end of it. Yeah, that's true. You got. It's point. one of those things where when people talk about that and like the 
the philosophical implications. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. It, it's all based around memory. Know. And if you, you don't remember, know. then it doesn't matter. Right. Like, would you say it's going to be so tiring, except for the fact that you are a completely different person? But I feel like if your consciousness in any way is going to something else, clearly that kind of assumes that you are one consciousness throughout this whole thing anyway. So you think there would be some connection in some way if you are quite literally the same person in the next one. If there is, you would the, think there'd be some implication. The connection is not very good because nobody's figured it out yet. Yeah, well, I would say try harder, people, because I don't know. Get it doing together. Doing a shitty job. Get it together. Maybe I was a cool fucking dude in the past life, and that's why I'm such <laughs> a fucking cool dude now. Wow. Yeah. Never yeah. even thought of that. That's true. You got a point. Um, Jamie, I, okay, we got uh, about forty-five seconds. Forty-five. What seconds. do you want to do? How oh do you want to allot this? How are we gonna fill, <laughs> dude? You, we we need to open by, up a whole can of worms. Let's start by thanking our friends and family. <laughs> All right, I'd like to thank my management. I'd like to thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank thank God and Jesus and my family, my friends, my my homies. My homies, you know where you at. Acquaintances. My mom, my dad. Work friends. My work friends. My neighbors. My real neighbors. My tractor. My tractor. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go. All right, we're going to go. It was probably an hour. I don't know. Uh, probably. All right. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye.